0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. I'm your host, Brianna Wilson. I am a certified dementia practitioner and the founder of Bamboo Care. So today's topic is a bit controversial, and it's about Biogen's new drug, Aduhelm, also known as Adukanamab, and I could be pronouncing these entirely wrong, but they are kind of weird words, so just bear with me, because I will be saying Aduhelm quite a bit in this podcast episode, okay? So if you are unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, Aduhelm is the first medication cleared by US regulators to slow cognitive decline in people living with Alzheimer's. And it's the first new medicine for the disease in nearly 20 years. And so supposedly Aduhelm is supposed to be the first medication that actually targets the fundamental pathophysiology of the disease. Now, just as a disclaimer, I want to keep this as factual and informative as possible, But I undeniably have some opinions as well. And so naturally, they will be sprinkled throughout this podcast. And really, I have no intention to mislead you or sway you one way or another. I just wanted to talk about it, give some facts, give some opinions, and hopefully you guys will appreciate it, at least in some capacity, and gain some additional insight or learn something new. Okay, so what's important for us to know? Well, number one, it's important to understand that Aduhelm is not a cure for dementia, okay, and it is still considered to be an experimental drug. The reason that this drug is so controversial is because it was approved in early June of this year, so 2021, by the FDA under a program called Accelerated Approval. Now, accelerated approvals are most commonly used for cancer medications, and so this type of program is typically used when there are significant unmet needs for serious disorders. So essentially, Aduhelm was approved because the potential benefits of this drug were believed to outweigh the potential risks. However, if we're being honest, the data doesn't actually support this, but I will let you be the judge after I give you the information, okay? So let's take a step back and talk about what aduhelm is actually supposed to do. So aduhelm uses human antibodies to target toxic beta amyloid proteins. Okay. And so it does this by entering into the brain in low concentrations. It binds to the beta amyloid plaques. It stimulates the immune system to help break those plaques up. And then it removes them from the system. Now, Aduhelm, in this regard, has actually proven to be particularly effective. It does seem to do a really good job at breaking down the beta amyloid plaques and removing them. But the big question is, well, what is the real significance of this? And what does that mean for the person living with Alzheimer's disease? Okay, so the significance of this reduction in the level of amyloid in the brain is that Beta-amyloid plaques are a key biomarker of the Alzheimer's disease process, and so the efficacy of this drug is based on the amyloid hypothesis, which suggests that the buildup of amyloid is what is responsible for the development of Alzheimer's disease. However, unfortunately, Alzheimer's disease is much more complicated beyond just the amyloid hypothesis the pathogenesis of alzheimer's disease is very complex and honestly it's still very misunderstood okay and so although amyloid is a key player scientists are realizing that there's so much more to it okay and so here are some of the issues that i have with this particular drug as i mentioned previously Aduhelm is an experimental drug that was approved by the FDA for use on an accelerated basis. And when the FDA approved this drug, it was under the condition that although Biogen and its partner could start marketing the drug, that they must do another large placebo-controlled trial. And if Aduhelm proved ineffective after that trial, then the FDA could remove the drug from the market. However, I will say that it is pretty hard to get drugs off the market once they're on there, but if the trial is ineffective, then it could be removed from the market. Now, back in November of 2020, the 11-member FDA panel voted 8-1 to that it was not reasonable to consider the research presented as primary evidence of effectiveness of Aduhelm for the treatment of Alzheimer's disease, citing flaws that were in the studies and two of the members said that they were just uncertain. Three of the members from the panel felt so strongly about the FDA's decision to still approve the drug that they actually stepped down from the panel. Now, I don't know about you guys, but to me, that's pretty serious, okay? And so according to the resignation letter of Dr. Aaron Kesselheim, The FDA's decision on Biogen was probably the worst drug approval decision in recent U.S. history. Guys, that's a pretty big claim, okay? And I personally also think that it's quite concerning because the main purpose of these FDA advisory panels or committees is to, one, provide independent expert advice to the agency in its evaluation of regulated products and two, to help the agency move toward making sound decisions based upon reasonable application of sound scientific principles. And so it's quite peculiar, at least to me, that the FDA would completely go against the recommendations of the committee. Now, just to provide you with a little more additional information, Aduhelm has gone through three trials so far. One of its earlier smaller trials seemed promising, But during the phase three clinical trials, two trials were actually halted prematurely because Biogen themselves said that the drug was unlikely to help patients. So essentially an independently monitoring committee found no significant difference in participants who took Aduhelm versus those who took a placebo. And this wasn't years ago, guys. This was just in 2019 when this happened. And now, still without sufficient evidence to determine a truly significant benefit, it has been approved by the FDA, again, against the recommendations of the committee. Now, the second issue that I have is the cost and realistic implementation of this drug. So Aduhelm is a drug administered by infusion, and this is a monthly intravenous infusion where the patient would have to go to the doctor's office or an outpatient clinic for the treatment. And so many of you know, not for everybody, but many of you know just how hard it is to get your loved one to get to a doctor's appointment. Now imagine having to do that every single month on top of the other doctor's appointments that your loved one might have. And so the recommended maintenance dosage of aduhelm is 10 mg kg, and it's administered, like I said, as an intravenous infusion over one hour every four weeks. And they are also required to get a recent brain MRI prior to initiating treatment, and then they have to get a follow-up MRI prior to the 7th and 12th infusion. Now, I'm tired just thinking about it, honestly, okay? Okay. And on top of that, let's talk about cost. So the cost estimate is about $56,000 per year. $56,000 per year, or about $4,312 per infusion. Oh boy, okay? And again, this is for a drug that has proven its efficacy at clearing out beta amyloid plaques but has not proven to translate into real life benefits. Plus, because it's not a cure, this is a long-term drug treatment. We are talking years and years and years, okay? Now, the good thing, if we wanna call it a good thing, is that Biogen has committed to not increasing the price for at least four years. So thank you, I guess. And really, they have no intention on decreasing the price, stating that they feel like it's reasonable because it's priced at roughly a third the level of cancer immunotherapies. And then we have the Alzheimer's Association, who is actually a strong advocate for Aduhelm's approval, who weighed in on their thoughts about the price. And they said that it was simply unacceptable and will pose an insurmountable barrier to access and could deepen health equity issues. Now, I'm personally not too concerned about the access for this drug because, like I said, the benefits are questionable and it's not a drug that I would personally be in a rush to get in line for. I'm actually most concerned about the domino effect impact on the healthcare system. So what do I mean by that? Well, without a doubt, people are going to want to try it, either for themselves or for their loved ones. Without a doubt, and I get it, I do. But who's going to pay for it? Of course, insurance companies are the first entity that comes into mind. But we also know that insurance companies are not in business to lose money, right? So one of the biggest payers for Alzheimer's is Medicare, which is for seniors 65 years or older. And there's an estimated 6.2 million Americans that are age 65 and older that are living with Alzheimer's disease. And that was a recent statistic for 2021. So it's a pretty big deal. So because Aduhelm is an injection and it's administered in a doctor's office or outpatient clinic, it's actually covered by Medicare Part B, not Medicare Part D drug benefits. So what does that mean? It means that it would likely result in higher Part B premiums for all Medicare beneficiaries, not just the ones opting into the drug. This would also hold true for monthly premiums for supplemental Medigap plans. And again, this treatment is not a short-term treatment and boom, all is well. This is a long-term treatment over the course of years. And based off of what I've read, Once the treatment is stopped, it's not clear that there are any like positive lingering impacts. Okay, so essentially the person becomes reliant on continued treatment until it's determined, maybe by the physician, that the treatment is no longer beneficial. But again, that threshold really isn't clear. Like, how long do we wait? How long do we give this drug a chance? Like, that's not clear. Now, for those who actually are prescribed the drug by their doctor, they could face co-payments of about $11,500 a year, especially if they don't have a good supplemental insurance that will cover it. My goodness, right? That's a lot of money, guys, $11,500 a year. And again, I will say that is a huge financial burden for a drug that has shown no significant evidentiary support to improve the quality of life of somebody living with Alzheimer's. In my mind, I can foresee a lot of family financial stress for people who are really wanting to give this drug a chance and are hopeful about it. And there's no denying that going through this dementia care journey is already stressful in and of itself, and then you add financial stress on top of that, and that can get pretty overwhelming really quickly, okay? Now, at the time of me recording this podcast, Medicare has not made a formal determination on covering this drug. They have a review process known as a national coverage determination that kind of like evaluates new treatments that could have far reaching implications for the program. And so we'll see in the next upcoming months what they decide and well, how it will impact their beneficiaries over the years to come. Okay. so the last two things that I want to touch on is who Aduhelm is actually targeting, and then the overall associated risk of this drug because, as we know, all drugs have some type of side effects that we have to keep in mind. So the biggest target for this medication seems to be people with Alzheimer's in the very early stages of the disease people who only have mild symptoms. And so if you're familiar with the stages, my guess would be people in stages like three or four, so either who have mild cognitive impairment or those who've been formally diagnosed with Alzheimer's but are still in the early stages. Now, a big issue, though, that we run into with these stages in particular is denial or anosognosia. And so that would be another hurdle that you would have to work through, because if the person doesn't feel like there's anything wrong with them, okay, and they feel like it's just you or the doctor and you guys don't know what you're talking about, it's going to be really hard to try to convince them that they need to go to this infusion therapy for an hour every month, I'm not going to say indefinitely, but over the course of years until the doctor determines that it's either not beneficial Or maybe it's like, oh, we're good. Their their symptoms have improved. They've improved. Everything's great, okay? Now, even though the FDA label for Aduhelm is broad and it implies that it can be prescribed as treatment to anyone with any stage of Alzheimer's, it actually has not been tested in populations with later stages of Alzheimer's. So that is something you definitely want to be mindful of. It's only been tested in the early stages of Alzheimer's. Now, lastly, not going to say most importantly, but it is important, what are the side effects of Aduhelm? So the main known side effect is something known as ARIA or A-R-I-A or amyloid-related imaging abnormalities, particularly cerebral edema. And so across two studies of the drug's clinical trials, 40% of the patients developed swelling in the brain and another 17% developed small brain bleeds. Hmm. So one doctor said, we found that when you remove the amyloid from the brain, you also remove amyloid from blood vessels as well, especially in APOE4 carriers. And that can cause a little bit of leakiness in the blood vessels, especially early in treatment, usually in the first six months. 70% of the time, there are no symptoms, but there can be some mild symptoms. We monitor for that. We'll see what the FDA says, but at least during the first year, I think people should have safety MRI scans every three months to monitor for that. And then sometimes we have to adjust the medication or medicine. It almost always goes away on its own if we wait for it to clear. And so this particular doctor recommends MRI scans every three months to monitor. But as I told you guys before, the FDA's recommendations are prior to the 7th and prior to the 12th infusion. So essentially like after the 6-month mark and before the 12-month mark. And then of course you have that initial MRI brain scan. Okay, so there you have it. This is definitely a loaded topic and there's so much more that I can say about it. But this podcast is probably long enough. So based on the response and as more information comes out, I may make a part two. So be sure to reach out to podcast at whatthedementia.com if this is a topic you would like me to keep up with, or if you have any other request for any other topic, it could be related, it could be something completely different, okay? You can also leave a voice message at whatthedementia.com. As I always say, I really do hope that this podcast was interesting and informative and that you learned something of value. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode of What the Dementia by Bamboo Care. We look forward to catching you on the next episode. Take care, and until next time, stay strong, care on, and remember, you are not alone. Bamboo Care is always here.